You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. Once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. In today's episode, we're going to look at uh, streaming options and two-star pitchers uh, for next week, uh, as well as digging deep on the waiver wire, some injury updates, uh, matchups, and DFS value plays for Friday. But first... Let's look at the takeaways from Thursday's games. Uh, we'll start uh, with San Francisco uh, destroying Cincinnati 19-4. Uh, Giants first baseman Darren Ruff was 4 for 5, scored 4 runs, had 2 RBIs. Uh, he's hitting 250 with a 945 OPS. Now Ruff's right-handed hitter who, who typically feasts on lefties, uh, but uh, has had to play a little bit more because of injuries uh, in San Francisco right now. Uh, also, San Francisco shortstop Brandon Crawford uh, continued his hot streak. He's He was 3-for-6 with a home run. Three, three runs scored, 6 RBIs in that 19-4 to win at Cincinnati. Crawford's up to 11 home runs on the season, uh, hitting 261 with an 899 OPS. Uh, Cincinnati starter Tyler Molly, uh, he took... Uh, took the loss, uh, allowing seven earned runs in just two innings. His ERA has climbed up to 4.20. Still has a 1.29 whip, which isn't that terrible uh, in seven starts. But uh, Molly, uh, that, that's a tough one for your uh, season numbers uh, to give up seven earned runs in two innings. Uh, Tampa Bay left fielder Randy Arozarena was four for six. Had a home run, three runs scored, four RBIs, and a 10-1 win at Baltimore. Arozarena starting to heat up. Uh, has seven home runs, hitting 283 with an 8.29 OPS. Uh, and, and he was basically the second uh, biggest uh, hitter for, for Tampa Bay in that game. Uh, third baseman Joey Wendell was four for six, had two home runs and a double uh, in that 10-1 win. Uh, Wendell has five home runs on the season. He's hitting 309 with an 891 OPS and has multi-position versatility, so uh, definitely some value uh, in Joey Wendell. Yankees starting pitcher Domingo Herman. Uh, went seven innings in a 2 nothing win at Texas. Gave up six hits, no walks, no runs. Struck out five. Uh, Herman's ERA down to 3.05. He has a 1.11 whip. 8.5 strikeouts per nine and eight starts. Uh, if at any point you have picked up Domingo Herman on waivers, uh, you're doing all right. Uh, and uh, the, the thing is, you probably weren't drafting him at the start of the season. There was uh, plenty of reason to be skeptical. Uh, but uh, of, of all the question marks in the Yankees' rotation, it turns out that Domingo Herman is, uh, uh, has been pretty steady. Uh, and on the, the losing side, Texas' starting pitcher was Dane Dunning. He went six innings. He had four hits, one walk, no runs, struck out six uh, before the bullpen coughed up a couple of runs. Uh, in nine starts, Dunning has a 3.74 ERA, 1.34 whip, 10 strikeouts per nine. You know, he was the, the main piece coming back in the Lance Lynn trade. Uh, and really, to obviously you're not going to get uh, the equivalent value of Lance Lynn, but to get this from uh, a young pitcher on, on uh, an entry-level type contract, uh, that works out a whole lot uh, in its own right. Uh, Chicago Cubs center fielder Ian Happ uh, was 2-4 for four with a pair of home runs and three RBIs and a 5-2 win uh, against Washington. Happ has uh, been off to a really slow start this year. Uh, now has six home runs, hitting 206 with a 722 OPS. Uh, he, he, he's capable of more. We've seen it. Uh, Miami 
Marlins starting pitcher Sandy Alcantara went six innings, uh, gave up two hits, three walks, no runs, struck out nine uh, in a six nothing win at Philadelphia. Alcantara just quietly goes about his business, and he got he got rocked in his last start, so his overall numbers have uh, taken a bit of a dip, but. Still, through 10 starts, he has a 3.63 ERA, 1.12 whip. Uh, that plays. Uh, Pittsburgh, second baseman, Adam Frazier was 4 for 5. One run, one RBI, and a 6-4 win at Atlanta. Frazier's hitting 339, 877 OPS. Uh, I don't imagine um, many people would have had him in as a starting second baseman for fantasy, although his value would, uh, would fit there. Uh, but if you grabbed him to, to be a middle infield option, you're, you're probably uh, uh, reaping some big rewards uh, relative to where you picked him up. Uh, Boston first baseman Bobby Dahlbeck uh, has had a fairly slow start to the season here, uh, but he's starting to uh, show some of that power that he had shown late last season and in spring training. Uh, he was two for four two, uh, with a home run, two runs scored, three RBIs, and an 8-7 win at Toronto. He's now up to five home runs on the season. He has three home runs in the past seven games. Uh, he's still only hitting 218 with a 690 OPS, uh, but uh, you know those numbers are moving up. Uh, to that level. He, he's been well below for, for a while. Uh, and then we've got Arizona third baseman Eduardo Escobar. Uh, it was two for four, home run, two RBIs, and a 3-2 loss at the Dodgers. Uh, Escobar, who we've talked about a lot this week, and whether it's a, uh, one of the most dropped players in fantasy, whether he's a buy low recommendation, which he was yesterday, uh, he's up to 11 home runs. Uh, he's only hitting 224 with a 734 OPS, but let's not ignore the 11 home runs. That's uh, There's real value there. Uh, and uh, from that game, we also get uh, Albert Pujols hitting his uh, first home run for the Dodgers. And for Arizona, uh, Josh Reddick made his first appearance uh, in the outfield for the Diamondbacks. Uh, and I don't know that there's a ton of upside really in either one of them. Uh, Reddick uh, doesn't hit uh, with enough power really for typical fantasy uh, appeal. Now, I mean, if we're talking a really deep league and you just need somebody who's going to play, well, then maybe Reddick is worth something. Uh, but Generally, he doesn't have enough uh, power to have uh, much, much draw as a corner infielder for fantasy. Uh, so when we come back, we'll look at uh, some streaming options and two-start pitchers for next week. Stonks, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun. But if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone. Team up with Wealthfront instead. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets. You can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do all the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnMLB to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB and get started today. So when we look for uh, players who are uh, worthwhile streaming options, for one, they have to be available. And so we're looking at guys who uh, are generally uh, rostered in under half of uh, fantasy leagues and 
you know, there might be some leeway one way or the other, but for the most part, that's who we're looking at. Uh, and then you want to find players who have some favorable matchups uh, next week. If you're going to try and slide them in, whether it's uh, to replace uh, somebody at the bottom of your roster or fill in for an injury, uh, and but you're only looking really uh, in, in the short term, uh, these, these are some guys to look for. And, and sometimes what happens, right, is you pick somebody up on the, with the idea of, okay, well, I need them for this week. Uh, and then they start hitting a bit. And, well, then maybe you have another injury and they can stay on your roster for a while. And, and sometimes uh, it just happens that the player sticks with you. And, um, but for, for, I think first and foremost, uh, you're looking at players that, who, that can help you now and, and then you know, worry about what happens two weeks from now uh, in, in due course. Uh, so first up, uh, we're going with Cubs outfielder Jock Peterson. Uh, the Cubs are at Pittsburgh and then at home against Cincinnati. Not bad matchups there. Now, Peterson, strangely, he has one home run, and we've seen uh, much more home run power out of him uh, in his career. He's, he's had multiple 30 home run seasons. So he just has one home run, 10 RBIs, but he's hitting 267. Uh, a 701 OPS is not great. Uh, he also strikes out a ton. Uh, but knowing, knowing the, uh, the kind of latent power that's hiding uh, underneath here, uh, it's probably worth giving Peterson a look when he has uh, favorable matchups. Uh, Cleveland has a couple of uh, considerations. Next week, they're at Detroit and then home against Toronto. Uh, and start with shortstop and outfield eligible, Ahmed Rosario. Uh, Rosario's been playing a lot more at short lately, uh, and now he only has a couple home runs and nine RBIs, but he scored 16 runs. He's stolen three bases. He's hitting just 231 with a 629 OPS, but uh, there, there's a little bit of upside here, you know, that particularly if, if Rosario's playing regularly and he's willing to run, uh, there's, a, there's a chance for him to have fantasy value. Uh, second baseman for the uh, Indian, Cesar Hernandez. Uh, four home runs, 20 runs scored, and really that's, that's where he offers you some value because he hits at the top of the Cleveland lineup. Uh, but he's only hitting 225 with a 664 OPS. Uh, you know, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not getting you uh, superstars here, uh, but Rosario or Hernandez could be a useful middle infield option uh, with those favorable matchups next week. Uh, Colorado. Uh, infielder Josh Fuentes, who's eligible at the corners. Uh, the, the Rockies are at uh, the New York Mets and at Pittsburgh. Uh, and Fuentes, uh, whose overall numbers are, are fairly mediocre, four home runs, 24 RBIs, that's not bad. Uh, 16 runs scored, hitting 254 with a 674 OPS. But uh, basically in the last two weeks, he's, he's kind of rocketed up uh, to, to those numbers. He, he hadn't been doing much of, much of anything. Uh, and now as, he, as Fuentes is kind of sizzling hot, uh, not a bad time to grab him uh, for, for at least the next week. Uh, also, uh, look at the A's, uh, where Seth Brown uh, seems to be uh, an option in, in place of Mitch Moreland uh, at DH. Uh, Brown is only hitting 209, but he does have some power. He's got six home runs, 14 RBIs, 13 runs scored, and he does have a 730 OPS. Uh, if he does happen to get some regular uh, playing time, uh, the A's are at home against Seattle and the Angels. Uh, both teams have, you know, some some suspect pitching that uh, that Brown might be able to, uh, you know, find find some uh, home runs out of there. Uh, now let's grab a few two-star pitchers for next week. And first one up, guy we talked about a lot uh, this year, uh, is Tampa Bay's Rich Hill. Uh, and he's, he's at Toronto and then at home against Philadelphia next week. In his past five starts, Hill has 0.980 ERA, 0.80 whip. Uh, and understandably, you know, people could be skeptical about Hill. For one, he's, he's over 40, and uh, you don't want to, you know, pin two, your, your high hopes on a baseball senior citizen. Uh, at the same time, uh, Hill has been great over the past five years. Now, he's not durable, but when he does pitch, he puts up good numbers. Uh, then he started out this season at, the, at the, the best, you could say, was inconsistently. Uh, but uh, it was a little rough, 
uh, and now he seems to have found his groove. And as I say, those numbers over the past five starts are, uh, are, are impressive. And so if you get a shot at Rich Hill for two starts next week, uh, it's probably worthwhile. Uh, Detroit's Spencer Turnbull, uh, one, of, one of the no-hitter uh, pitchers, uh, ha- has starts at, against Cleveland and the Yankees uh, at home. Uh, next week and Turnbull look through six starts he has a 2.880 raise 0.96 whip 8.1 strikeouts per nine so he's not a huge strikeout guy uh, but when you're looking on the waiver wire uh, a pitcher who's got a 2.880 ERA and 0.96 whip is going to be worth your interest uh, and then one more two-star pitcher and this is going to uh, segue right into the digging deep uh, section uh, so next week Colorado's Austin Gomber uh, Colorado is at the New York Mets and at, at uh, Pittsburgh uh, and so Gomber, uh, he only has a 4.96 ERA, uh, which obviously is too high for your fantasy interest in general. Uh, a 1.30 whip, which is maybe a touch high, but not not terrible. Uh, and overall, those are the overall numbers. But in his past four starts, he has a 3.22 ERA, a 1.03 whip, 9.3 strikeouts per nine. Suddenly, uh, you're starting to see uh, maybe what the Rockies were hoping uh, they could get. Uh, sort of Gomber was... Uh, one of the main pieces coming back from St. Louis uh, in the Nolan Arenado trade. Uh, and so you, you knew he was going to get a, a legit shot uh, in the Rockies rotation. Uh, and, you know, maybe there were a few bumps in the road. But uh, right now it does look like Gomber is starting to, uh, to round into form. And he's rostered in just 4% of Yahoo leagues. Built Bar is a protein bar, and it tastes like a candy bar. They have nine delicious flavors. Plus, they occasionally have a limited time flavor, too. Uh, but... Built Bar kind of standard flavors. You can get coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, double chocolate, and salted caramel. Now the peanut butter brownies are my favorite, and I've uh, mentioned that almost every time we do these ads. <laughs> they are uh, one of the the great things about them is that they're covered in 100% chocolate, and they just taste like a a snack, right? And it doesn't doesn't feel like you have to, you know, force yourself to to eat it. And and so they taste really great, uh, and they have Tons of protein. They're low calorie, low sugar, low carbs. Uh, so you know, while, while they might taste like dessert, they're still really healthy. Uh, and for me, I used them uh, when I started going to an outdoor boot camp, uh, and you know, I, I feel like I've ha- had some success with it. I, I leaned right into it, making Built Bar part of the post-workout routine uh, to get my muscles the protein boost they need. And I, I think we've seen some positive results. Anyway. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Now, a few injury updates uh, before we get into the matchups for Friday. And we'll start with Minnesota Twins DH, Nelson Cruz, day-to-day with a wrist injury. Uh, Now, the initial uh, reaction here from the Twins, they they had Josh Donaldson at DH yesterday with Luis Arias moving to third, uh, Rob Refsnyder into the outfield, kind of a chain reaction thing. Uh, however, uh, they've activated Alex Kirilov uh, from the injured list, and I think that uh, uh, will ease some of the decision-making here for, uh, for Minnesota in that uh, Kirilov can, uh, he can play in the outfield, he can play uh, first base, uh, and he could DH uh, if need be. Uh, now, also for Minnesota, second baseman Jorge Polanco, day-to-day with an ankle injury. Now, that could require uh, some more shuffling here. Arias uh, might move into second base, uh, and... Uh, as I say, Kirilov could be uh, in at DH or, or at first base if they move Miguel Sano to DH. Uh, Williams Astudio is always available to uh, to DH. So, you know, they have options. I mean, none, none of them are probably as good as Nelson Cruz, uh, but, uh, you know, the, twin, the Twins lineup should not be uh, completely devastated because of this. Uh, Yankees left fielder Clint, Clint Frazier is day-to-day with a stiff neck. 
Um, Miguel Andahar has actually been playing quite a bit in, in left field for the Yankees. Uh, and, you know, for whatever that's worth, he's six for 36 uh, with all, all six of his hits being singles. So it, he's not exactly having a monster impact just yet. Uh, but if Frazier misses time, they'll probably just keep uh, giving Andahar some reps out there. Uh, Washington starting pitcher Eric Fetty is on the uh, COVID uh, injured list. Now, the, the timing is at least reasonable here for Washington. Uh, Steven Strasburg uh, is returning to their rotation. He's going to pitch on Friday. Uh, and with Strasburg back, that, uh, you know, they, they can kind of run the, the other five pitchers uh, in, in, without Fetty. Uh, and also in Washington, Victor Robles, uh, their center fielder, is day-to-day with an ankle injury. Andrew Stevenson uh, is a capable fill-in uh, in the short term. Uh, so now let's take a look at uh, some matchups for Friday on betonline.ag. A few that I like. Uh, first up is the White Sox uh, with Carlos Rodon on the mound, minus 104 uh, at the Yankees and Jordan Montgomery. So the, the White Sox are very, very small underdogs in this game, uh, but I don't know how you pick against Carlos Rodon right now. And he's just, he's been putting up silly numbers. And yes, they're, they're eventually going to come down, uh, but I'm not sure how you pick against him given the, the success that he's had uh, this early in the season. Uh, then the New York Mets are also very small underdogs, minus 103 at Miami. Uh, Mets have Marcus Stroman on the mound going against Miami's Jordan Holloway. Holloway uh, has shown some promise, but he's also making his third major league start. Uh, and Stroman's pitched well uh, so far for the Mets this year, so uh, I don't mind getting them as very small underdogs there. Uh, and then a, a bigger underdog, uh, Detroit with Jose Arena uh, on the mound, plus 147 uh, at Kansas City and Mike Minor. Uh, and Arena isn't necessarily the flashiest. He doesn't put up big strikeout numbers, even though he throws pretty hard. Uh, but really, this is a case of the prices make, makes it worthwhile to, to get him at plus 147. Uh, that Detroit has a chance here in, in uh, getting getting a chance to get a, a payoff here because Kansas City, uh, while they're fine and Mike Miner's fine, uh, there's not like uh, not like Miner has pitched well enough to be a prohibitive favorite uh, in this game. So thanks to BetOnline.ag for those odds. Let's grab. Uh, a few DFS value plays for Friday. And we'll start uh, with Pittsburgh starting pitcher Tyler Anderson is $7,300 at Atlanta. And that's, uh, you know, quite a bargain compared to the, you know, top pitchers are up over 10,000. Uh, but Anderson, and Anderson doesn't tend to go terribly deep into games, but uh, he's been really effective uh, so far this year. ERA in the low threes, uh, whip around 1.1. Uh, and he's striking out, you know, more than a batter per inning. Uh, and so, uh, there's a chance here if he managed to go six innings, uh, you might get uh, some pretty good value uh, on that price. Uh, Cleveland first baseman and outfielder Josh Naylor, $3,700 against Minnesota. Minnesota sending Randy Dobnak to the mound. Uh, and, you know, Naylor, his overall numbers are, are kind of mediocre. He, he had like two RBIs in the first 20 games this year. Uh, but he is, in his past 20 games, hitting 297 with an 855 OPS. And, and that kind of gets lost when you look at the overall numbers and it looks like, yeah, it's, it's mediocre. Well, he's been hitting better than mediocre now for uh, for 20 games. Uh, also for Cleveland, outfielder Fran Mill Reyes. He's $4,500 uh, against Minnesota and Randy Dobnak. Um, basically, Reyes is just a really reliable power hitter. And uh, I don't think, uh, uh, as much as Dobnak is, is not going to be trying to challenge him with high fastballs, uh, there, there is... Uh, Certainly room here for Reyes to, to do some damage. Uh, then we've got Miami second base and shortstop Jazz Chisholm is just $4,000 against the Mets and, and Marcus Stroman. Uh, and yes, I, I think the Mets should be favored in the, or should be favored in the game, and I, and I like Stroman. Uh, at the same time, Chisholm has really high upside uh, in, in terms of uh, his fantasy production. Uh, that makes it $4,000, a, a pretty worthwhile uh, consideration. And then finally, uh, Minnesota, second base and outfield eligible, Luis Arias. is only $2,900 uh, 
uh, going against Cleveland and Tristan McKenzie. And now Arias has no power to speak of, uh, but he is, is hitting up at the top of uh, that Minnesota lineup. And, you know, so if he gets, if he manages to get you five plate appearances and, and he does tend to hit for a pretty good average, gets on base, maybe he could score some runs. Uh, there's a chance there that, that you get some real nice value on $2,900. Uh, that will do it for this week. Enjoy the games. I'll be back uh, next week. Uh, and uh, looking forward to it. So also check out Locked on Fantasy Hockey as uh, we roll through the playoffs there. Uh, Maybe drop in a five-star rating on iTunes. Uh, Check them out on Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked on Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. And get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked on Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. We're talking about the greatest sport in the world.